guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fantasy Fellow Show. Tonight we got our first NBA live action going on here. We got uh, we got John and Drake with us tonight. We uh, we're excited, man. We're gonna probably just look at a bunch of box scores. We'll kind of recap things that happened last night. Just super excited to have basketball on. We got a ton of games tonight, so I'll throw it to John first. Good evening, sir. What do we got going on tonight? I'm currently watching the uh, Bulls-Pistons game on NBC Sports Chicago, the, one of the luxuries of living in Chicago. And the Pistons so far are off to an 18-14 to 14 lead, looking pretty good there. And then we got Drake, man. How are you doing tonight? What's going on? I'm doing great. Uh, just happy to be in the basketball season again. It's we among got us. Years. Um, yeah, the Cavs again. I'm going to just hype the crap out of them for the next month. And then you guys won't hear me say anything about the Cavs until the draft. So, you get a, you get the next thirty days to talk as yeah, much as you it's possibly. It's going to be fun. It's going to uh, be a great thirty days, guys. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure you got the pants on. You got the pants on tonight. Oh yeah, all right. Cavs pants are out. We got. The <laughs> I right. love it. We're comfy. Get comfy with us tonight. For We're sure. going to probably have a good hour comfy. here. And. Uh, I don't know where we want to start. Should we? Should, I mean, like I kind of pulled up the games here that we're going to. Can I just? Go ahead. Can I just start by saying how nice it was that the basketball season started at Christmas last year? Yeah, we we touched. I can't. Did we touch on that with our last? Like our last? I don't know if we did. Uh, that might have been like a private chat, but just the basketball on Christmas was such an exciting time, and uh, I think the players probably preferred that seventy game schedule too. But yeah. uh, here we are. It is uh, mid October. We're going through it. A lot to learn tonight. Uh, I did want to pull up. Uh, the Bucks and the Nets box score from last night. I actually, maybe we'll look at it this way. We'll just look at these are the top scorers from last night. Uh, so it's the usual suspects. You got Giannis. You got Anthony Davis looked really, really good. Kevin Durant, of course. LeBron James, Steph Curry, James Harden, Chris Middleton. But Nemanja Bajelica here, like something to take note of here. He's probably not very Bielitsa. Bielitsa. My bad. I I I, I listened you to You said that with confidence, Kyle, and I was going to go with it. I had no idea. So that No, well, what sucks is like I watched the game and I still can't even pronounce it. Bielitsa. Bielitsa, Bielitsa I think. I can't I'm say his first name, but Bielitsa. You're right. I just I, I just read it how it looks. Uh but he's only 4.5% rostered. He played 26 minutes, 15 points, 11 boards four assists and the few minutes that I caught at that game, he did provide a spark. So he's a guy that we should probably keep tabs on. Uh, but I'm going to throw it right to John. Tell us sweet things about Patty Mills here. I was debating uh, Patty Mills and a couple other players yesterday. And I decided uh, with Kyrie out, I was going to take the plunge. We, we just did a draft and um, we even added an extra bench spot and no one had picked up Patty Mills. He was a dude I was able to pick up after uh, uh, off of the wire. And he's, he, I mean, he was seven for seven from three. That's not going to happen all the time. I think I'm, 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 I'm so I'll certainly probably drop him soon. But I was happy, so happy. <laughs> so is he a thing that like you you want to roster him until we get any clarity on Kyrie? Uh, I don't I don't know if Drake. So far, so Kyrie. far, yes. So far, yes. It's going to be hard to drop him right now. You probably want to see what he looks like in game two, right? Like. Right. I mean, he's not going to go seven for seven every night, but I do like I mean, if he's shooting the ball 11 times, he's probably going to hit five or six shots. So uh, you even take away some of the points here. There's still enough. I mean, he's touching every stat here to be like a 20. Again, I think last year we established that we want our guys to hit at least 20 fantasy points at the end of our bench. So he seems like a guy that can be maybe trusted a little bit here. And again, yeah. seven for seven, Jesus. And he got 40 I, I minutes. He got 30 those, minutes. He's going to have those games 
that you're going to just put up with during the week because he's going to have those 14, 15-point games or whatever. Durant or Harden is going to go off or someone else. But I think Patty is worth rostering. It might be the whole season. I have no yeah. idea about Kyrie. So, uh, And then our guy, Justin, uh, he said, Drew Holiday is probable. Drew Holiday got hurt last night. I can't remember. It's just It sounds like just a bruise. It doesn't sound like a big deal. Uh, but because of his absence, we saw Pat Connaughton and Grayson Allen get a ton of minutes. And Pat Connaughton, he, he looked like a different player last night, driving and attacking, just like a really, really all-around, really good performance. He was 8 for 13, shooting 4 of 9 from the 3. And then again, Pat's kind of like that dirty work guy where he's just going to kind of fill out the rest of the stat sheet. And he he played some really good minutes last night, 30 minutes. Um, I think he's still even useful, you know, even when Drew Holiday is healthy. So he's only less than 3% rostered. He's not going to put up 32 point. Seven five points every game, but he's again. He's one of those guys that is probably the sixth. He's probably the sixth man. He's he's the first guy off the Bucks bench. He's a heavy rotation uh, player for them, and just someone to monitor here, John. I don't know. You you watched the majority of the Bucks game. What did we see from Pat Connaughton? You, you, I think he hit it on the head really well, Kyle. He was uh, he he contributed across the board in every category. He played a pretty flawless game. It, it says four for nine from three, but honestly, I don't feel like I saw him miss last night. He was just he, – he, he had some hands in his face, and he was cashing them in. So it was really impressive. I think um, actually Holiday coming back, like you said, could you know slow him down a bit. But overall, I think he's he, he's going to be on and off rosters this year at worst, mm-hmm. uh, kind of like last year. He might stick on people's rosters more this year than ever before too. So it be interesting to watch him. Um He's good. And I mean, with the abs, like with Dante DiVincenzo, we really don't have a timetable for him. I don't know if you know anything about that, but with as long as DiVincenzo's out, you're going to see a lot of Connaughton minutes. Yes. And uh, actually, uh, Grayson Allen got the start last night, and I thought he he didn't like wow us. He was three of 10 from three, but I mean, he tacked on four boards, six assists, two steals. He kind of just, you know, sneakily just compiles some numbers here for 30 fantasy points so i was pretty impressed with this again 28 minutes and he did start over Connaughton at the at the two spot here so something to monitor here we got the bucks shooting guards playing well um drake did we watch any basketball last night did we watch any of the the golden state lakers game none i i caught you know maybe a minute or two of the bucks game but uh the daughter has a double ear infection so uh, that's, uh, what what i've been up to so that limits the minutes. Though. Yeah, limits the minutes to watch. Um, day to day. T- touching on Connington, though, I, yeah. I want to know who who got their shot blocked by Pat Connington. And I, would, I, I bet. Know. I bet. It, I bet he got. Um, I bet he, he got Hardner Durant. I bet he got Hardner Durant. I remember standing up when it happened. I'm sure it's crazy. <laughs> um, but yo, we uh, look, let's look at this uh, Jordan Nora stat line before we move on to the uh, the Laker game, Kyle. Because Nora had a really good game too. He had Drake. You would be impre- You would have been super impressed by this play. He had this. This dude got a rebound, defensive rebound. It was I think it was James Harden, but it might have just been a random dude on the Nets. Nora just rips it out of his hands. Goes up for a layup instantly. The dude is just like standing there with like the the guy who got the ball stolen from him just standing there. Has no idea what happened. Nora, Nora looked like an athlete that could compete in the NBA. Like he looked like an NBA athlete last night. Like a hundred percent. I was shocked by it. He looked like strong. Like a, he looked like an average strength NBA player, and he had a lot of rebounds and traffic. I was like, 
I wouldn't say he has like hops or anything, but I thought he had strength. And I don't know if he has like speed, but he just looks strong out there. Like mm-hmm. he, he looked like he belonged on that court. I was super impressed with him. So I have um, to get into the Bucks rotation like that. Uh, 26 minutes. And so I went to the, the final preseason game against the Mavericks, and he he was a guy that got in early, and when he played, you could notice it. Uh, the, hold on, the arms making weird noises. Uh, <laughs> Uh, we're a guest <laughs> there we go get it out get it out you're okay you're okay good job all right so friday night preseason bucks uh bucks. we had uh i don't know the one thing that i first of all with the takeaways from the preseason game Giannis's shot was definitely improved he was hitting he was comfortable he looked comfortable shooting uh which was something that uh, we haven't been accustomed to so that was a main takeaway uh, and then I, I did I, the reason I drafted Grayson Allen in the few leagues that I did was because I noticed he played well in the preseason game and he got a lot of minutes. But the guy that ran the offense kind of when the number twos came in was Jordan Nawara, and he he has uh, he's he's savvy. He plays kind of like he's young, but he plays kind of with a veteran mind presence. Um, and one thing that he did, one player he reminded me of was Malcolm Brogdon. I know he's not the ball handler that Brogdon was, but with his body size and some of the things that he does, uh, the physicality. Uh, he he really reminded me of Brogdon, and he's probably going to be the seventh, eighth man for the Bucks right now. Uh, and again, it's 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 going to be so is he taking that PJ Tucker role. He he could. Uh, I, I don't know, John. Like, what do you know about his defensive game? Well, yeah, no, he's 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 just a body on defense right now, but he's strong, right? He's stronger. He's got the right he's got the right like physical size. I think he's like six seven, six eight. He's got normal to above average like wingspan. Um, he's, he's not going to be, he's, he's just in theory, he's going to add so much on offense and hopefully his, his, um, deficiencies on defense don't, you know, ruin the balance. But I, I think he plays Tucker's position and I think he, you know, will get Tucker's minutes. Does he get Tucker's defensive assignments though? No, he probably won't. No, Middleton guarded Middleton guarded Durant a lot last night, and I right. think that Dur- I think Middleton will get you know typically the toughest perimeter assignment <laughs> to start most games. Is that Bubba that owns all those guys, Kyle? Or is that- <laughs> uh, my dad and my brother are in here in the mix here. I think they both own two. My my dad's actually got Giannis and Chris. So I was thinking yeah, someone owned four because it was um, the same. But I just I want to. Um, yeah, I played, I played, so I actually, it was a fun fantasy matchup in our league last night, Kevin. I, I, I'm the Durant team and I have Patty Mills and I played the Giannis, uh, Middleton Westbrook team. (laughs) And that was a uh, throwdown. That Isaiah Stewart stat line already. Let me see it. Don't, don't tease me now. Just he had the five rebounds in the first five minutes. Um, the minutes are coming along here, but let's, uh, We'll, we'll click into here and see what's going on with our beloved Pistons and our Bulls right now. Uh, on the on the, the Bulls real quick right now, no one's got more than four points. It's kind of even spread. But Vucevic with eight rebounds already, nine minutes left in the second quarter here. Uh, nothing really else sticks out. Uh, Vucevic, two of nine shooting. So uh, even with DeMar DeRozan on the court, he's still getting a ton of shot attempts, which is good to see. Uh, and I, got a, I got a Caruso alert. Alex Caruso is in the game. Is there too many guys in Chicago? Um, I mean, they don't see DeRozan putting up the points he did last year. So it's three, it's three minutes into the second quarter and they've already played nine dudes. <laughs> um, so that's, that's concerning. You should, you'd like to see about seven, uh, eight at the most. So nine dudes feels like too many cooks in the kitchen. Derek uh, Jones Jr. Hasn't even played. <laughs> 
Um, and then uh, for the Pistons, real quick, uh, Jeremy Grant leads the way, three of eight shooting with eight points, two boards. There's Isaiah Stewart, five boards, two points. Just kind of a balanced spread attack so far. Again, they're 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 rolling ten deep, so the Pistons don't care. They're going to roll out Justin Jackson, Hamadou Diallo, Corey Joseph, Trey Lyles, Kelly Olynyk too. Um, so this is a heavy minutes rotation going on right now. And uh, I'll be interested to see what happens when Cade Cunningham is ready to play. But uh, any thoughts from either of you two on the Pistons? I want to see some Garza minutes. Ah. We need some Garza minutes. Get him out there. <laughs> um, I, I think this is, like, exactly what we said it would be um, outside of Hayes, but we all know about Hayes. Um, Grant leading the way. Stewart and Bay doing their thing. Um that's pretty much what we called, right? That's what we thought this the, was. The number that sticks out to me here is uh, Sadiq Bey. He's only made two shots, but he's got seven attempts already, which, I mean, that that's a really strong pace to maybe put up 15 to 20 shots. So mm-hmm. I don't know what his percent roster ship is. It's about 60. Uh, he's a guy that probably needs to be rostered in 10-man league, so I'm just going to click on him. Uh, and just building out the watch list is always my favorite thing to do. Kate's uh, going to mess this up, though. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a cluster when things get I mean, bad. Why is Trey Lyles on the Pistons? <sighs> Getting minutes. Do you work or what? Yeah, everyone needs jobs. <laughs> people need jobs. Uh, but I want to get to this question real quick from Justin. He's asking, Duncan Robinson, Grayson Allen, Eric Bledsoe, Terrence Mann, Reggie Jackson, pick one for tomorrow. Does any – Drake, does anything stick out? John, anything stick out? Terrence Mann. Give me the uh, projected most improved player in the league. Of Terrence Mann. I just want to pull up these guys and use our compare tool real quick. Uh, but I'll take, uh, I'll take uh, Robinson or Grayson Allen. I, I mean, I'm I'm on the Grayson Grayson Allen train. I don't know why. Uh, he looks like a like a 12 year old boy. You know why? But you know why? Um, he was a useful player last year in fantasy. He was the town bicycle. I think he bounced around <laughs> your quite a bit. Uh, he definitely was. Yeah, the end of the season, but. Uh, Reggie Jackson's an interesting guy because he played really well in spurts last year, and of course, no Kawhi. Like that's that's going to be good for Bledsoe and Reggie Jackson. I, I I would imagine those guys both get minutes in the upper twenties. So I'm kind of interested there, uh, playing against Golden State tomorrow. Uh, but Justin, why do you own so many Clippers? <laughs> a lot of Clippers. Dang, I didn't realize that. Um, I, but the thing is, like Grayson Allen's the lowest. Owned. He's only three and a half percent owned. I'm I'm probably gonna roll with with one of the, the the Clippers guards here, Bledsoe or Reggie Jackson. I might I might go Bledsoe. John, what do you think? Um, yeah, like I said, I think I like Allen and Robinson on this one. So we're all split. So I hope that helps. <laughs> um, um, oh, this is waivers talk. Yeah. So he's got a he's got to pick one off waivers. Um, if you're looking for just one game. Uh, Duncan Robinson tends to just bite the bucks in the ass, so maybe that's the move there. He usually pops. I think up. Robinson or Allen, if you're looking for one game waiver pick, you um, want a shooter, yeah. So yeah. Um, I, I think I'm good with Duncan or, or Grayson, whatever one you prefer here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let me get back to uh, let's let's open up some more box scores. Um, unless you guys had anything else to add from last night's game, um, the Lakers Golden State game was kind of boring. It was just all you know points at the top. The, the usual suspects kind of thing, but I just want to pull well, that. No, I, LeBron, I don't think LeBron. That's true, though. I think Golden State had some like weird stat lines going on. Um, Curry didn't even have a good game, from what I've heard. This was just Curry had a triple double. He had a 19, 10, and 10. <laughs> that sucks. It's terrible. 
LeBron, I have some thoughts from the, the Laker game. LeBron looked amazing, dude. LeBron looked really good. He looked like he could he he did at the beginning of last year. Um, Davis Davis started really slow. I thought he was decent on defense, but he Davis got kind of hot as the game went on. And uh, Russell kind of looked like last year with Washington, like you know he's with a new team for the first time and with Houston for the first time. He really struggles, maybe not really struggles, but he struggles to adjust right out of the gate because uh, he's a ball dominant point guard. Um, I think Westbrook is a, an immediate buy low candidate mm-hmm. <laughs> in fantasy immediately. I think he's going to struggle more. I think you wait. I think you maybe wait a week or two. I think you try to wait two weeks on Russell and you maybe try to buy low on that guy. Um, and why, why wouldn't you buy low now? Buy low now. Buy low anytime. Buy low anytime you can buy low. Yeah, if you could ever buy, if you could ever afford Russell Westbrook, buy, buy, buy. There's going to be games <laughs> with LeBron out. With AD out. Oh yeah. Russell gonna Russell. And Russell's gonna eventually, you know, get into his role and he's gonna they're gonna rely on him in some games. Yeah. So because the, they're tired or don't care. The flip side of this coin is who do you send for Russell Westbrook? Like who do you sell high on or Nawawa. Nawara? Nawawa. <laughs> Nawawa. <laughs> well essentially Russell was like a late second, early third round pick. Um I mean if you could flip him for someone in the fifth round, I don't know. I can't really remember what players were taken that late. Uh, but if you could flip someone, you know, a round or two later, like, I guess that's kind of where we're talking about. Uh, but man, Russell Westbrook, only 15.8 points. Malik Monk scored more points than Russell Westbrook. Monk, I like the Monk there. NASA scored more. Monk is going to have fun there when these guys are, you know, sitting and resting. Mm-hmm. I, I like Malik Monk a lot there. Um, I think the last name to mention here that sticks out is Jordan Poole. He played pretty well. He scored 27 fantasy points last night. Let's just look at his numbers real quick. He played 25 minutes. He put up 20 points. He shot 18 field goals, 4 of 11 from 3. Uh, and then he does chip in uh, very seldom on the rebounds, assists, and steals. But it was enough. Uh, we're probably not going to see him shoot 20 points in 18 field goal attempts. But that's something that, I mean, if that continues, this is a guy that probably needs to be rostered. He's only 44.5% rostered here. I don't know, John, did you have any thoughts on Jordan Poole real quick? Yeah, well, Patty Mills and Jordan Poole were the, the key guys I was kind of picking between. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I think Jordan is going to just shoot a lot. He, 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 they almost have the exact same role. They're just they're distract. They're they're on the side. Curry's distracting you. Draymond's distracting you. Durant's distracting you. Harden's distracting you. And you got Mills and fucking Poole just slinging threes with wide open when no one should ever leave these guys wide open. They're too good. Right. I mean, oof, 18, 18 field goal attempts, that, that does stick out quite a bit. Uh, but I think that's probably enough names in games. What about Claxton? Us. Can we talk about Claxton? Yeah, let's pull him I up. I heard that name a lot last night. That Claxton got a lot of minutes. He started. He definitely started the game. He had yep. like he had like damn near 15 minutes in the first half. Well, there's – I mean, yeah, crazy. That's pretty – that's a lot for, you know – so Nick Claxton. This is a guy who like really like who's his competition at the at the five spot? I and mean, we know Blake Griffin. Aldridge and in, in Griffin. Right. So hold on, I'll go to Brooklyn here. So just looking at You don't have a true center, huh? No. No. And 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 that's how the Bucks the Bucks just destroyed them inside. You had Brooke wow. Lopez, you had Giannis Antetokounmpo, Thanasis and Pax got inside over and over and over again. Yeah, they're gonna have to fix that. 
Um, so like, here's a tip that I've, I've actually been doing this for fantasy football too. This is just a good fantasy tactic. But one thing that I like to do, um, I, I like to go filter by team. And I'd like to see who the best players are on a team. Sometimes you find things that way. Nick Claxton was the fourth best fantasy player on the, the Brooklyn Nets last night. So that should mean something for fantasy lineups. He scored more than Blake Griffin. He played the same amount of minutes basically as Blake Griffin. Uh, so Claxton probably needs to be added to your watch list at this point. Uh, as well as Patty Mills, who we, we talked about earlier. So um, other than that, like they, they, they really don't have much, do they, um, for fantasy? Like, are we, are we holding on to Joe Harris? It, probably, but um, you don't have to. You definitely he's don't gonna, have to. You, you know, you're a, not married to Joe Harris. <laughs> he's a frustrating you know, player. It's going to be on and off. And the streaky shooting and just the lack yeah, of – Harden and Durant. Like, yeah. Um, how many shots is Joe getting? It didn't. It didn't even have a blurb about him. That's how important yeah. he was. It didn't even have any any news updates here. Um, so I'm looking. Um, I'm talking about his last preseason game. Yeah. So okay. not great there. I think these top four guys, and then of course Blake Griffin probably needs to be held on to just for now. Um, but anyways, let's let's get up to date here with some of the current games. I'm just looking at the scores here. It looks like Sabonis has already got 22 points, seven rebounds, seven minutes left in the second quarter. Uh, Miles Turner, Drake was on Miles Turner last year. Looks like he's playing fine. He had, did he have like back injuries and things last year? Yeah, I, I held off this year because the yeah. concerns. Um, but when he's in there, and everyone loves Miles Turner, I was putting out lineups with Turner and um, Embiid, and just having a lot of fun last year. Just looking at this, this I don't know. If, can you guys see this? Should I zoom in a little more here? Um, just looking at the the right corner here, Sabonis has got 22 of the 50 points here so far. Looks like 22 in 13 minutes. Yeah, it's uh, nine of 11 shooting. He's hit two threes, seven boards. Uh, this is looking really again. It's the Charlotte Hornets. They really don't have anyone to compete with him. It looks like they're they're putting out Mason Plumlee at the five spot this year uh, with PJ Washington coming off the bench. So it's going to be difficult for anyone to slow Sabonis down at this point. So he's going to gobble up against the East uh, centers, I think this year, but Chris Duarte, uh, John, what, what are we looking at with Chris Duarte here getting the start tonight? Uh, I don't know much about him, dude, but he, uh, but Sabonis is someone I'm just super yeah. excited about, but Duarte, um, anyone who's starting has to be someone you pay attention to. I mean, if someone gets you know twenty five plus minutes in a basketball game, there's there's always a good chance they can be a useful fantasy asset. So you yeah. want to watch Duarte. He's obviously scoring. I think he's been doing solid in the preseason. I, I mean, like I said, I don't know a whole lot about the kid, but uh, looks like he's got so an opportunity during the preseason. In twenty, he he averaged twenty three minutes and he got thirteen point eight points, three point three boards, two point eight assists. He's the he's the starting two guard. Uh, right now for the Pacers, I think that was uh, old Dougie's spot, was it not? Did it was Doug holding down the two spot in the in the past year? Yeah. Drake, um, do you know where Duarte is from? Where he went to school? Yeah, Virginia. it's he's Virginia. From, he went Virginia? to Virginia. Nice. I have no idea. Look it up, but that's a good <laughs> guess. <laughs> that sounds right. Sounds like Chris Duarte went to Virginia. Um, he played college basketball at Florida, the Northwest Florida State Raiders in the Oregon. And the Ducks. He's a duck. That's right. Yes, he's a he's a he's a duck. Uh, but interesting so far. He went from minutes. Oregon to Indiana. That's yeah. right. okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so what's going on with? Do you guys know anything about Levert? 
there's no timetable. There's really nothing like on him. That that's what's frustrating. Um, they don't even have him on the thing here. Let me actually type him in and see what it said. Um, it's a while, huh? So it says his back injury. What was the injury last year? Was it something with his leg? Yeah, he yeah. tore. Didn't he ankle? His Achilles or ankle or something like that? I thought it was an ankle, but it could have been an Achilles. Yeah. We're uh, in the we're in the same vicinity. So, that's fine. so it says he will not play in the first four regular season games. So at least we have that timeline. He's recovering from a stress fracture in his back. Yeah. Oh, so it's, it's difficult here. He was, he's heavily rostered 93 and a half percent here. So uh, he's worth holding on to if anyone decides to cut him after the first couple games here. Uh, wow. But until then, um, we need to call the uh, chiropractors of Indianapolis and kind of get, some, get a timetable here. Right. Yeah. We got a who's working on Chris. What, what are we seeing? Um, but uh, make sure he doesn't go to the same guys as uh, Larry Bird went to. Ah. <laughs> uh, but I'm just I'm looking real quick here at this box score. Uh, Duarte again. He steps out. Miles Turner's playing well. Five boards, seven seven points, and then T.J. McConnell still. Uh, probably the number two point guard here after behind Brogdon. He's already got five assists. So like he, that, that man, like every time I looked, I swear he had double digit assist totals. And it, of course the scoring is going to be spotty, but he's an Duarte's interesting guy. Got 14 points. He just hit another three. He's three of three from three. Um, so just cruising along real quick. Brogdon's uh, doing nothing. Well, Brogdon, to be fair, he had a, uh, a shoulder thing. I think it's it's similar to like the AC joint sprain in the shoulder. So I don't I don't think he's probably he's got four assists. So yeah, he's so, people up. He's yeah, bringing the ball up and setting it up. He's probably just being a little bit more relaxed. What's Lamelo doing? Uh, let's take a look. Lamelo, thirteen points, five of ten shooting, three of three from the three pointer already, three boards, two assists. Uh, so he is the offense. It looks like he's got ten shots. The next highest guy's got. Uh, Kelly Oubre, three of eight. And then uh, Ish Smith rolling out here, four for six, getting some nice bench points here. I don't know if that's going to stick around. Uh, but so Oubre far, joins the team and just starts jacking shots up. Yeah, yeah. That's that's well, that's what you get when you sign Ish. You know you're just going to get a bunch of jacks. But um, but <laughs> Oubre, did, did, did we maybe miss Kelly Oubre here? He's three of – he's at eight shot attempts already with five minutes left in the second quarter. We did. We did. He like, was a big topic last year. Uh, I told you guys it was wrong. You refused to believe me, and now we just didn't talk about him this year. And, I mean, he's under twenty eight percent rostered here, so he's, he's worth owning. He's and again, like we we went down from a twelve man to a ten man league, so our our I guess our range of prospects is a little bit deeper. Uh, but twenty eight percent rostered, you should probably go check. Uh, and again, he's a starter. Uh, I know Terry Rozier's out with the ankle. It says that right there. So that could complement uh, or could, uh, you know, make the minutes a little bit more difficult. But starting minutes for so far for him, and he's looking like he's going to get the shot attempt. So I like that. Um, John, any other takeaways from this box score? Gordon Hayward's not doing much. Uh, Miles Bridges, or uh, not, My yeah, Miles Bridges. I get McCall and Miles confused sometimes. Uh, but anything stick out for you, John? I don't think so. I think Lame just LaMelo, more points than minutes. We always like that. So 10 shots at, uh, is crazy. P.J. Washington, his owned rate, he seems to be kind of underperforming. 80%. So yeah. it, it's yeah. interesting because they, they, they want to use him as the five. Yeah. So he's going to lose opportunity to Plumlee, which I guess Plumlee's there to just let Sabonis get 22 points in the first half at this point. I don't know 
what the difference is, but they like PJ Washington, but I don't know if I like it coming off the bench, but so far he's the clear sixth man. He's got 10 minutes, uh, one of seven shootings. So the, the, the attempts are there. Uh, he just needs to get a little bit more consistent and the rebounds are there as well too. So far it looks like he's up to 10.25 points. Did they pay him this off season? Yeah, I think I, I think PJ is going to be fine. He's yeah. he's got a lot of shots. He's only been in the game. He's coming off the bench. and He's only been in the game ten minutes. I think he might end the game. Like he might not start games, but he might finish games. So we'll, I, I think he'll have a good. I think he'll have a good day still. Oh my god! All right, thirty-two points. It's a bonus. Just cruising. Ow. Just. <laughs> Uh, let's uh, let, let's take one more pop look at the the Bulls and the Pistons before we move to the, the other games that just started here. Uh, the we got two minutes left in the first half of that game. Right. Um, so so far the Bulls, uh, Vucevic still racking up attempts here, five of fourteen shooting. He's got ten boards and ten points, so a double double real quick. It looks like that was probably a pretty Ooh. strong second round pick there out of the Vooch. Um, Zach Levine, four of six shooting. He's got eight points and three boards. Uh, kind of the clear number two guy here. DeMar DeRozan, three of eight, only six points. He's never really going to help too much in the rebounds and the assists, unfortunately. Uh, and then Lonzo, uh, one for four, only three assists and two points so far. Uh, Drake or John, anything sticking out to you guys here? It's kind of kind of ugly besides Vooch. I, like I said before, there's too much. I think there's too much going on in Chicago. And like, I, I don't really – I mean – the, the bench is disappointing here. I, I, I guess the minutes are all equaling, you know, towards the starters. Everyone's over 15 minutes for the starting lineup. So I guess it's good news. It looks like Patrick Williams is playing decent. He's only got two shot attempts, but um, I, I like the minutes there. I just, I don't, I don't know, John, any quick thoughts on the bulls? Well, I mean, you like, you like to see Williams with the low shot attempts because even though to your point, the bulls do have too much, too many mouths to feed. They're they're feeding the right mouths. They're not forcing, especially the starting lineup. There, Williams knows his place. He's getting alley oops. He's going to get putbacks. That's how he's going to get his shots. Yeah, Rosen's going to take his shots. Ball's going to take his corner threes. Levine's going to take his shots, and Vucevic is going to pick and roll all day, and then get open shots too. So I, I like I like the way that they're trying to build their offense. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll have to you know people are just going to have to be efficient, like or else it's going to be gross. So. Um, DeRozan's never been an efficient scorer, so he's in trouble there. Levine probably and Ball probably have the best chance to do it, but I don't think either one of them have ever really done it either. And Vucevic is just good because he obviously gets his his big guy points, his rebounds, a couple blocks randomly. So um, who's better? Yeah, he's he's a great big man. Like he can move and do pretty much everything. Um, He's just—he's not getting points just because he's big. Like he's right. put up fourteen shots, so. and he's—he's he's not going to go five of fourteen often. He's probably going to hit over fifty percent most nights, so that would put the Bulls ahead on a, on a typical night. So, I uh, get Vucevic, Ball, and Levine. Those are probably like, do we do we care? Like, what what do you do if you drafted DeRozan here? He's ninety nine percent. Are you looking to move him at all? What do you do if you kept him as a keeper? <laughs> We'll get to that. Uh, just- no, I think John's analysis of the Bulls is perfect. He's watching the game too. Mm-hmm. But I, I feel a little better after listening to him talk about um, how they can make this work. Mm-hmm. I think I think I think DeRozan and Levine are kind of carbon copies of each other, and that is gonna those two are gonna be negatively right. impacted the most by this situation. Everyone else is kind of doing their thing. Yeah, that makes sense. 
I mean, the shot attempts are both eight for DeRozan, eight for Levine. So, I mean, you typically would want Levine to be this, you know, at least the, the one or number two shooter for that night. So we'll get more data points on that. But it looks like those two could clash. Depends on who's hitting the shots that night. Uh, but let's scroll on down to the Pistons real quick. Uh, shot leader Jeremy Grant, four of ten shooting. He's got 11 points and four boards. Sadiq Bay, I think we were looking at him earlier, and he had more shot attempts, but he's only two of eight right now, five boards, one assist, two, uh, four points total there. And then Isaiah Stewart kind of took it easy. He hasn't gotten a rebound or anything yet since we last looked six points. Frank Jackson just ripping up shots, three of seven. Um, Killian Hayes not looking the best here. Four rebounds, no points, 0 for 4 shooting. Um, He's on Australian time, so you got to yeah. give him a little. It's the lag. It's, it's the lag. Yeah. Uh, first game of the night. Um, but John, anything, any takeaways here? Is this is this kind of what we expect? Killian, Killian Hayes' one assist is an alley oop to Isaiah Stewart, and I think there's a lot of that in the future for for Detroit Piston fans. And then I also, you know, you, you, you joke about Frank Jackson r- ripping up shots, which is hilarious for all sorts of reasons. But um, those are the Cade <laughs> Cunningham. He's playing the Cade Cunningham role, right? So he's just yeah. someone on that offense has to rip shots. In theory, it's supposed to be Cade Cunningham, which is great. Everyone wants Cade Cunningham to rip shots. Mm-hmm. But with Cade out, unfortunately, now it's Frank's turn. <laughs> but Cade's not a shot ripper. He's I mean, Yeah, he's not. But he's going uh, to be. He's I think that's what this offense, team lacks. He has to be in this offense a little yeah, bit. Yeah, that's right? what this team lacks, though. Um, that's why there was the debate about Green versus him, just for the fact of a fit. Obviously, you're taking Cunningham because um, he was the number one pick. But. Like Jalen, but, but Cade can score better. Yeah, Cade can score. He's just yeah. not. He's not a. His athleticism and his shot and all that's not going to blow your mind. I, I think he's, you. Can, I think you. Player. Yeah, I think you want to try to groom him to be that though a little bit, right? Oh, and and then you're going to suck this year no matter what. Right. You give him an opportunity to at least try it out, and then you get a great pick next year. I hope they have their first round pick. God, please, I hope they have it. <laughs> And then hopefully you can get a shot ripper there. Yeah. That's pro- that's probably their plan. And 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 I'll I hope they don't mess it up because I love what they're cooking with right now. They got a lot of fun going on. Um. So I just I popped open the Boston Celtics New York Knicks uh, box score here. There's two minutes left in the first quarter. It looks like Jalen Brown is cooking. Wow. Five of six shooting, three of three from three. Fourteen points already in the first quarter for Jalen here. Uh, looking like a, a huge hit, fourth, fifth round. It didn't matter where you grabbed him. This is looking like, uh, like uh, we were, like, we, we we missed him last year. You know, at the back half of the season. So it's good to see him back and healthy and playing well. Uh, probably going to be the the leading scorer for the Celtics this year if Jason Tatum doesn't have anything to say about it. Uh, but so far here, uh, Grant Williams getting the start here at the four. Uh, Robert Williams getting the start at the five. Uh, nothing too crazy here. Um, uh, Drake, John, anything stick out for the Celtics besides the obvious hot start for Jalen Brown? Just let John talk about Jalen Brown. <laughs> Jalen Brown is awesome at basketball, and he's one of these dudes that gets better every year. He maybe doesn't get like incredible, like way, way better, but he's just improving a little bit every year. I really like what he's putting together. I think he's like only 25, 26 now. He's still super young. I still think he's got some, you know, good years ahead of him too, where he might even get better. But um, I hope, uh, I hope people got him uh, for the last, maybe the last discount you can ever get him. You know, the last time you'll be able to draft him in the fourth, fifth round of, of his, you know, career for the next five, six, 
eight years. He was disrespected in our draft. Yeah. And he fell in the fifth round. Um, <clears throat> we had to let John get him. It's like a magnet. <laughs> it, would, uh, it was like a slow-motion car wreck. I just uh, yeah. I, text, I sent the message out there in the middle of the fourth thinking he's going to take him in the fourth and then to get him back at the fifth. I thought that was messed up. Uh, but Jason Tatum, nothing really happening so far. It's again, it's we're one quarter into the season for these guys. Oh, but so far, main takeaways: Jalen Brown, uh, Dennis Schroeder. Uh, I think he's highly seventy-five and a half percent rostered here. He's taking a backseat to Marcus Smart, who Smart is. He's got two for four shooting. He's got the second most shot attempts so far for this team. So Marcus Smart is a guy here that uh, could be of no tier in ten or twelve man leagues if he's hanging around. But let's roll on. I'm going to pass this one. To, I guess you guys both have Nick's uh, takes here. But Julius Randle so far, three of seven shooting to lead the way. Two of three from three-pointer and ten points here. No boards, no assists yet. Uh, Mitchell Robinson getting the start. He's got four boards, four, four points, and two assists. So that's going to be interesting to see how that five spot shakes out. Uh, and then Evan Fournier, three of six, seven total points here. Uh, John, what do you got here from the Knicks? Well, you know, um, Drake is someone who taught me about Mitchell Robinson, and I've kind of been a disbeliever for a lot of a lot of time. But when the kid is healthy, he's a really good basketball player, and he's an especially good fantasy producer. And I'm sure tucked away under there is at least a block or two. Um, so I, I'm just happy to see him having some success, and uh, especially because I've had I owned him last year in fantasy. Now I own him again this year. Um, Maybe I do. I don't even know if I do. I kind of think I do, but I might not. Either way, uh, just like the kid and hope he hope he has. Got him. I I got him. Mm-hmm. I like the kid. Hope he has success. And he's good. He's good at fantasy basketball. I think I think two years ago, Drake, me and you were like we're, we traded Mitchell Robinson. We were back and forth on Mitchell Robinson, and it, he he's that. He's that player that he gets basically a point per minute when he plays a good amount of minutes. Uh, but for some reason, the coach just kind of jerks him around. And I know he's widely talented. He's still really young. Uh, and then uh, with the Knicks coach kind of being uh, known for trusting veterans, it kind of makes it for a messy, uh, messy, you know, consistency every night. But I like Mitchell Robinson. It's good to see him get the start. Uh, any thoughts here on your guy, Julius Randle? Any thoughts on anybody else from the Knicks here so far, Drake? Uh, Randle's doing exactly what we want him to be doing. And the you know, the rebounds are just bound to come. He's really taken over this offense. And that's mm-hmm. what we saw last year. It's, this is and then, Randall's team. Uh, I want to like, – Evan Fournier, that was a sneaky they, – they traded for him last year when the, when Orlando blew it up. Uh, he's only 65% rostered. So if he's hanging around, like he's, he's going to get shot attempts here, uh, probably at the expense of R.J. Barrett. I, like, I'm interested in that. Like, I do own R.J. Barrett in a couple of leagues, um, so I'm kind of nervous about that. Six shot attempts for Fournier, only one for Barrett so far. Um, if you watch the Olympics, you had to like have some kind of love for Fournier. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm trying to think. No Obi Toppin yet. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, Fournier and um, uh, Gobert, man. What a fucking formidable combo in Olympic basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but let's move on. Let me see what other games. I think we got the Washington Wizards. And who are they playing? Our favorite, the Wizards and the Raptors, of yeah. course. Um, let's let's take a peek at these jokesters. We got uh, we got uh, an interesting lineup. Uh, look at this. Look at this Wizards lineup. You got the Kuzmus. You got the Dinwiddie. You got the Gafford, Bradley Beal, and uh, KCP. Davis <laughs> Bertans is still kicking. You got Avija here, Montrez Harrell, 
Raul Nato and Aaron Holiday. What a <laughs> for the Wizards wow. here. Um, but so far, you can make up those names. No, nah, this is this is like uh, playing Scrabble, and you just get a bunch of letters. Um, that's like uh, that's like if a dir- if Dirty Randy was a basketball team, right? It's uh, it's just it's an interesting group, man. It's an interesting group. It's, I'd be curious to see how they got to this point with all the transactions on a list. Uh, but so far, it's Kuzma getting eight minutes. Gafford gets the start at the five with seven minutes. Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie had a bad injury last year, so it's good to see him back in the starting lineup. And then Bradley Beal so far, three of five, six points. Uh, KCP getting starter minutes. That's going to be kind of interesting here. Um, and Washington, then, man. What are you we're, doing? we're really deep on the bench here. We're going five deep here. So for fantasy, who like, who do we trust besides Bradley Beal here? I'm a big fan of the Daniel Gafford here. I think he got paid four years, thir- uh, three years, $40 million just earlier this week. And he's starting over Montrez Harrell. They're going to probably bring along Harrell with the two so we can get the, the, the better matchups there. Uh, but interesting so far. I, I like Beal. I like Gafford. I don't know if I trust Kuzma uh, so far here, but five boards, three points for Kuzma. Uh, and then Dinwiddie's a sleeper here too. Uh, but Drake, uh, do you want to roster anybody not named Gafford or Beal here? No. <laughs> don't. John, anything, anything stick out? Uh, Dinwiddie's got a lot of percent roster ship. He's almost up to 90%. He yeah, Dinwiddie's healthy. Dinwiddie is. I'm a little nervous because he he didn't play at all last year. He sat the year out, um, so I'm a little actually nervous on him. But actually, Harold, I'm almost more interested in. Like especially if he keeps a bench role. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy the guy won six man of the year like three years ago, four years ago, or maybe less. But um, if they keep him on the bench, that actually could be a good role for him. So mm-hmm. that 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 intrigues me to a degree. So this was a stat line from Harold uh, over the weekend. I think it was their final preseason game in 18 minutes, which is he's probably going to be an 18 to 20 minute player. Um, 11 points, three boards, three assists, two blocks and a steal. Uh, he's probably going to be one of those guys. And again, he's 94% rostered. I think he was a sixth round pick this year, kind of like where he was last year. That's crazy um, to me. <laughs> yeah. So he's, he's a guy that's going to be in the rotation uh, quite a bit here. And then uh, Cool. Uh, the Wizards, uh, I don't know what else to do with the Wizards. Let's scroll on down to the Raptors real quick. Uh, Fred Van Vliet, man, he he was a second-round pick this year at, uh, uh, with, with Kyle Lowry out of the picture. He's three of nine shooting so far. He's got seven points, a board, and an assist. Uh, after that, Scotty Barnes getting the start here. Nine minutes so far, three boards and two points. Um, so that that's going well here. Goran Dragic is a sleeper. He's only 12.5% rostered. I think that needs to be a lot higher in 10 and 12-man leagues. He's going to get a lot of shot attempts in this offense. Uh, John, anything stick out here for the Raptors? I uh, just I love the name Precious, Precious Achua. That's a great name. Uh, OGN Nobi, 0 for 5 so far, 4 rebounds at least, but that's a little disappointing. Uh, the Scotty Barnes, though, I, I didn't think he was going to be starting. They, they, they brought Boucher along on the bench. Um, so they're, they're kind of going with the rookie here, seventy and a half percent rostered. Uh, Dragic really likes Scotty, so mm-hmm. only twelve and a half percent rostered for Dragic. That's a little. Uh, yeah, I think people didn't know, you know, because the off season Dragic yeah. was like, I mean, uh, and then be in Toronto. <laughs> and I'm I'm still a fan of the Kem Birch. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna get minutes. I know he's he's probably gonna be starting over Precious uh, Achua at some point here. So. 
Uh, he's a guy just to keep an eye on. He's only 5.7% rostered. He played really well down the stretch last year. Um, so Raptors, Wizards, probably one of the least exciting games uh, of the evening so far. But hold on. Cavaliers, Grizzlies, we're here. Let's take a peek here. You got uh, you got a, a pretty good game here going on in Memphis. Uh, Marketing getting the start. Jared and Mobley. And Mobley, Sexton, and Garland, Drake. Uh, I mean, we're, we're literally four minutes into the season here. Everyone's got a shot attempt, which is nice. Yeah. Let's attack here. Uh, but what are – like? For fantasy, like tell us, like what what do we need to know about the Cavs this year? Um, you need to pay attention to the starters here. I mean, Markinen, Allen. We all saw Allen last year be a really efficient fantasy player. Markinen's interesting, um, but if he's sitting that role where he's just going to be able to, I mean, he's already shot twice in a three pointer. That's what he's there for. Um, and then Mobley. Mobley is going to be a fantasy monster um, in his evolved form. I'm not sure when that happens this year, but you get blocks, points, rebounds, mm-hmm. everything. And we already we know what Sexton and Garland are gonna do for you. So and then this I'm- is a team that refuses to start wings. So uh, two guards, two centers, <laughs> and a power forward. Uh, so, uh, I say uh, suck uh, it, NBA. Like, this is a crazy starting lineup, man. I, I'm loving this to death. I can't figure out if uh, if uh, Mobley or uh, Markinen is the, the win. To, to be fair, though, the Grizzlies threw out Jaron Jackson and Steve Adams in this game, so that might have yeah. been just a counter move to to make sure they get the correct lineup against these these two guys. Um, so I, kind of the same lineup here as the Grizzlies. So that, that might be matchup uh, dependent here. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Drake, any, anybody off the bench that we need to know? Like, can we expect Okoro to make a leap this year? Um, Okoro's good. He's not going to be this amazing fantasy player. He's a good basketball player, but he's not going to fill out your stat sheet. Um, he just kind of does everything right. Mm-hmm. Might have some, some good games. But um, Lamar Stevens is a guy I really like. Again, he's just going to be that consistent uh, type of player. Not even rostered. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can we'll see what love is. Mm-hmm. I mean, that has to be the most interesting. And then you got uh, Chetty as well. So I'm interested to see who the the first couple people off the bench are for them in this game. We'll take a look at that when it happens. Uh, but the Grizzlies, uh, for some reason, we talked about the Grizzlies a shit ton last year. Uh, but John, paint us the picture here so far. John Morant, two of three shooting. Desmond Bain, a guy that we probably have to talk about in a little bit. He's got five points, two of three shooting here. What do we like so far about uh, – oh, I just missed it. What do we like so far about the Grizzlies? Well, I mean, it's uh, – anyway, anytime you can get, you know, uh, a couple baskets in, in two, three minutes to start a game and you're not a star, that's always impressive to me. So Desmond Bain seems like he's an interesting piece right now. Um, and John Morant obviously is just going to get his shots, so – that everything looks like it, it all makes sense. So what's three the, minutes in? <laughs> um, why can't I think of the shooting guard for Memphis Brooks, Dylan Brooks, Dylan Brooks, Brooks is yeah. hurt right now. Yeah. yeah. What's what's up with Dylan Brooks? He's injured. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but it's pretty serious. I thought he, he had some moments last year in the playoffs. He's going to be reevaluated in two or three weeks with a hand and a thigh. Um, this was on the 12th. So we're talking, Sounds like a KFC order. (laughs) Um, And anything? Interesting. You sure you can afford that, sir? (laughs) Uh, So we'll 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 keep an eye on him. But I guess if you're playing the the you know the short term game, apparently uh, Desmond Bain here 
going to get some shot attempts here. He's going to be a, a contributor. Uh, DeAnthony Melton, I thought, was a good piece last year. I think he was on and off a lot of teams as a waiver wire guy here. But uh, I, I don't know. Brandon Clark coming off the bench here, too. It looks like Kyle Anderson's going to be coming off the bench. Uh, any other names that we need to be aware of here? To me, it's just the starting five. Well, eventually, at some point in your life, you'll have uh, Tyus Jones on your ah. playing games because the Memphis Grizzlies have five that week, and he's starting. Yep. Injury, and that'll be what it is. But uh, I, I think you hit it well. Clark, Clark's a good piece um, to own. I, I like Clark a lot. This is a fun matchup we got going on here. Brewing before between all. The old Grizz and Cavs, it's a pretty pretty well-known rivalry across the across the years. Let's uh let's take a peek here at one of the most fascinating games of the evening. The Houston Rockets. E Wolves. Just to note the starters real quick for the Rockets. You got yeah. Sean Tate, Daniel Tice, Christian yeah. Wood, KP uh KP Jr. here, and Jalen Green getting the start so far. Again, we're literally five minutes into the game here, but uh, Christian Wood, centerpiece of the offense, he's got three shot attempts already. And Daniel Tice, what's with these two center starting lineups? Uh, this is probably the third or fourth one we've seen tonight. So teams playing big here uh, for fantasy. Like John, who do we care about? Like I have shares of Kevin Porter Jr., Christian Wood, of course. Uh, but I don't know. Jay Sean Tate had moments last year. Uh, Jalen Green's going to probably be a guy that that grows as the season goes on, and then maybe Daniel Tice is a sleeper here. What do you, what do you think, John? So far, yeah, I mean, right now you probably have Tice, Wood, Porter Jr., and Green uh, as your kind of your main fantasy assets on this team. Um, I feel like Tice, you know, plays a lot of power forward in, in his in his career and his in his past and as his present and now in his future, and so. Um, he's good for a two big lineup, and also Christian Wood is kind of undersized. I always thought he's only like six <laughs> ten, and he's he's not massive. Um, but I like this. I, I like this roster from a fantasy perspective. If uh, Jalen Green can actually you know get buckets, which I think he can, so I think it's a good team. The bench is disgusting. I mean, <laughs> it's a good fantasy team. The bench is disgusting. Garbage time. I would just pay attention to that. Who's going to get big minutes because? You know, someone's going to get big minutes on this bench once in a while. I think Senjin and Garaba are interesting bench pieces. Um, yeah. Just, just from the fact that I, I'm guessing eventually they're going to be playing a lot. But I don't think it's something to worry about right now. Well, it, this is interesting to me. Eric Gordon's the first player off the bench, and he subs in for Christian Wood. That's So Eric Gordon maybe as, as a guy that gets maybe 25, 30 minutes per game here. Uh, and then the guy – this is a guy that I thought – uh, he played pretty well last year. Kenyon Martin Jr., I'm not going to sleep on him. I'm going to add him to the watch list and just monitor him. But he, at one point, I, I remember him playing uh, pretty good heavy minutes and getting enough fantasy points to be on the roster. So keep an eye out for some of those guys here. And then looking at the Timberwolves, Drake, you want to break this down for us? Are you able to, to read these numbers? Yeah. Uh, T-Wolves, it's going to be you know the usual suspects. You're going to have Towns, obviously. Um, one for three. So this is early into the game. You got Russell with five points and you got Anthony Edwards. Um, those three are going to be your main pieces for the Wolves. Uh, I like Malik Beasley. Uh, he, he was pretty good for them and for Denver. So he's another piece. Uh, JD McDaniels, that's a, that's a tough call. Uh, I think, I think he can have his moments. He's probably best when other guys are out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the T-Wolves, if you're really honing in, it's 
probably those three guys. And then you have, you know, um, you know, Josh and Beasley and then maybe McDaniels. I don't know what to do with Patrick Beverly on this team. They seem to make, they have like a parade in Minnesota for it. It was kind of sad. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nas Reed was the guy that played well last year. I don't know what his minutes are going to be. Yeah. And Nas was again because of the town's injuries. Yeah. And stuff. So this is a really top heavy team. They're really invested in those three guys uh, yeah. doing it. Maybe you guys see something different from a fantasy perspective. I mean, it's 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 Edwards, Towns, and Russell. That's a clear main three here. But I'm looking at Josh Okoge here. He's an interesting guy. He's been around the league for a while, um, but he gets the start tonight. I'm just going to add him to the watch list and see what he does. He's kind of a streaky player sometimes, but uh, I, I remember him as a point guard. They got him as a small forward uh, on here, so that's interesting. I prefer to stay away if I can help it. Uh, uh, John, any any thoughts on the T-Wolves? Yeah, no, I think I, the, the most interesting thing that I'm thinking about about the T-Wolves is like the question, who's going to be the number two fantasy scorer behind Towns? Is it going to be Edwards or is it going to be Russell? I, th- I think it's probably going to be Edwards, but Russell has shown a couple different times in his past that he can be an absolute, um, you know, mm-hmm. volume, like fantasy volume monster where if he's getting shots, he's usually putting up really good fantasy numbers. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, I think that's all the games that we've seen so far. I guess the Oh no, you got to go see the Embiids. We got to meet the Embiids. Let's see what the Sixers and the Pelicans got brewing. Starting with the Sixers, it looks like Joel Embiid's leading the way, 4 of 6 shooting. He's got 10 buckets already, 3 boards and 4 assists. So steady start for him. Tobias Harris chipping in 3 field goals on 7 attempts, 3 boards, 6 points. Uh we got uh Danny Green doing jack nothing. Uh Tyrese Maxey 2 of 3 shooting. A couple boards and assists there. So, so far, so good for him. And then Seth Curry here, just with one shot attempt, one assist. Uh, but Tyrese Maxey getting the start. I'm, I'm curious about his percent roster ship. It's only 9.5%. <laughs> John, tell tell everyone to go get Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Maxey is the starting point guard on the Philadelphia 76ers. He's at worst worth a look. And uh, I think, he, you know, a, a team that removes Ben Simmons, there's actually a chance for some addition by subtraction here. Simmons, I think we all know it. He's just not a not a, a floor spacer. He's a he's a paint clogger. You know, when you have a guy like Joel Embiid, that should be your one paint clogger on the court at all times. And Maxi is going to benefit just like anyone benefits from playing in an offense that's got Joel Embiid and a little bit of space. So mm-hmm. I think Maxi, you know, if he plays well, if he if he uses his minutes wisely. He could be a super awesome fantasy asset this year. He's um, not gonna he's not gonna win anyone a league, but he could he could average thirty points, you know, 25, 30 points a game this year, fantasy points, you know, in a, in a standard league settings. And I I just from playing fantasy basketball competitively the last few years, it's really that it's that first week where you get access to seeing minutes and seeing how players are performing in just a few games. And sometimes, like if you if you grab a player that second game of the season and, and you're locked into you know a thirty points per game guy, uh, this is the time to kind of add these guys and kind of trim the fat from your roster. So Tyrese Maxey, I know uh, what's his name here, the uh, the other guard, Shake Milton, he could come back and complement thing or complicate things. I think he could potentially uh, take some minutes away from Maxey, but for now, it's his job to run with it. I don't know when he's coming back, uh, but any other names here that we need to know for fantasy Drake? Besides Tobias, 
No, I mean, we know Tobias. Sass is going to be one of those waiver wire guys that floats around. Um, Pisses you off. It's just, yeah, it's going to be interesting what this team looks like, you know, maybe say in a month or two months, you know. Simmons is getting moved. Um, at the, some I, point. I'm concerned about this bench. Look, look at yeah, some it's, of it's not good. It's not a good roster, to be honest. So moving Simmons could create, you know, maybe you get two or three guys that are useful mm-hmm. and then some picks. Um, but it, it'll it's, be interesting. They, they need that other player, though. At the moment right now, I don't really know much about this bench at all. I think Milton, when he comes back, is the guy that you're probably going to want to know about. Who knows what Drummond – like Drummond's not even really rosterable in 10- and 12-man leagues. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of like a wasteland until we see anything happen with, with Simmons. So let's let's move on to the Pelicans. Uh, fun game so far. Nikhil Alexander-Walker, 4-5 shooting with 9 points to lead the way. You got Brandon Ingram, 1 rebound, just 2 points and 3 assists, though. And then Jonas Valanciunas here, 4 boards, 2, two, uh, two points. And then uh, Josh Hart getting the start, two boards, three assists, and Devontae Graham just uh, one of one shooting. For, he hit a three, four points here. Uh, what do we think, John, about the Pelicans, the Zionless Pelicans? Devontae Graham is going to eat in this offense, Zion or not. He's got five points, and uh, it's not very much into the game, and he's only taken one shot. So I like what I see out of him. I like that the role he's filling in that offense. And I just I remember because I, I was talking before about picking up guys in that first week or two, and Devontae's I think it was maybe his first or his, it was his breakout season with Charlotte, and he kind of came out of nowhere, and he was a guy that I just I picked up. I saw the minutes, and, and all of a sudden you get a guy that's averaging thirty points. Uh, he's only eighty percent rostered, which seems wrong. So just double check your wires for him. Uh, but this is an interesting one, Nikhil Alexander Walker. Uh, again, about seventy eight point five percent rostered here, but he's out here taking five shots so far. So uh, I'm just interested when, when Zion comes back here, uh, does that bump Josh Hart out? Like what's the starting lineup? Uh, Who's the odd man out for the lineup? Oh yeah. It's Josh Hart. But like you look at this lineup, they had, they really only have seven useful basketball players, I guess. Oh, they have Sadaransky. I love Sadaransky. They have eight useful basketball players. Um, Hurting Gomez is, is decent for spot duty. Okay, we we like Willie. We like Willie. I I, I apologize, Willie. Jared Temple's not the worst either. He's just a, he's a trustworthy guy that can probably play you know ten twelve minutes per game here. But uh, overall, it's Ingram, it's Valanciunas, uh, maybe Alexander Walker and Devontae, and then of course Zion here. But uh, kind of an ugly kind of an ugly game so far. An ugly start. Uh, we'll see. I, I'm I'm just super interested in the Sixers to see how this is going to play out. Uh, this this bench is nasty. <laughs> to say the least. Um, but uh, I don't know. We're going on about 58 minutes here. Do you guys, uh, Drake, any final thoughts before tonight's show? Do you want me to open up any other box scores or uh, just final thoughts for the people? Uh, final thoughts. You know, we're in the first week, so it's going to be probably pretty rough. We got some teams playing two games, some teams playing three. Um, kind of stick it out and just see how this thing's going to shape up. So I, w- I wouldn't put too much stock into how your team performs this week. Right. And then, uh, John, final uh, final thoughts for you before we get out of here? Yeah, Jalen Brown has more points than DeMontis Sabonis, and that makes me happy. Ooh. Not fantasy points, but just but actual five points. real points with five minutes left in the second. So. Yeah, and he's played less minutes, and, and I, 
it's just crazy to me. He's having such a he's having such. I think he could he could get fifty tonight. He's hyping. Well, this this the Pacers Hornets game's getting out of hand. They're up twenty one points start of the third quarter, so we might not see a full Sabonis game. I suppose if they make it interesting, but uh, I don't know, man. I'm just excited to have basketball back. We'll be diving into the box scores. And it's safe to say Wednesday nights are the new night for the fantasy basketball show. We'll be back here. We're going to try to keep it around 630. Uh, But I don't know. This was a lot of fun. Thank you guys for watching. We'll see you next Wednesday. Have a good one. Peace.